What's happening, my Jack family? Coach Scott here, jackedafter40.com and shreddedafter40.com. Welcome to another episode of the Jacked After 40 podcast. Today, we're gonna to talk about getting lean after 40 while improving your health and your overall well being. And today's topic stems from some questions that I receive every once in a while from guys who state that they believe us men, as we age, care less about how we look on the beach and more about improving our overall health and well-being. And uh, I'm sure that's true. I'm sure that's the case for some men and all the power to you. That is freaking awesome. I love those goals and you should go after what resonates best with you. But for myself personally and for my clients who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, even a client in his 80s, we all still want to look great on the beach. Um, and and what I, the vibe that I get from these comments is that having a vanity goal and having a health goal are mutually exclusive of each other. And that is certainly not the case. At least it shouldn't be the case. It definitely happens. There's some, some people who are chasing a vanity goal who take not such a good approach and um, their health can even diminish in the process. But with the smart approach to achieving a vanity goal, you should be able to improve your health and your overall well-being at the same time. And really health, your overall well-being and longevity should be a driving force no matter what your age is in this game of of lifting and, and physique improvement here. But like I said, the goals aren't mutually exclusive of each other. This is why I preach that this jacked after 40 lifestyle is about looking your best, feeling your best, and living your life to the fullest. And in today's video, we're gonna go over how you can, again, get lean after 40 while improving your health and your overall well-being. And it really starts with, let's look at, we're gonna break it down to nutrition, your workouts, your cardio, your lifestyle, um, all those different aspects that you can not only, that you utilize to improve your vanity goals, to achieve your vanity goals, but all of those things, when done properly, will improve your overall health and well-being as well. First, let's steer attention to nutrition, which can have a huge impact on improving your overall health and well-being. And with the Jack Death for Your Lifestyle, we like to focus most of our attention on consuming whole natural, nutrient-rich foods most of the time. Foods that fuel our lifestyle, allow us to feel our best and perform our best in all aspects of our life, whether it's in the gym, other activities that we're performing, or just having the energy to give the best of ourselves to our friends, our family, and our loved ones. And this is an area of our lifestyle that can continue to improve for life. My nutrition, although has been great for the past 10 years, has improved each and every year. Uh, I began by consuming like whole natural nutrient-rich foods probably like 80% of the time. Um, now I'm more like 90, 95% of the time where I'm consuming whole natural nutrient-rich foods. And the other five to 10 I'm consuming more processed food, some of my favorite treats. And um, that has been a fantastic change and evolution of my nutrition over the years. I've also really increased my veggie intake during the past year and a half. Uh, so really focused on making sure that I'm getting an adequate amount of micronutrients. So I'm, I'm always making sure I'm getting an adequate amount of each macronutrient, but micronutrients has been a big focus of mine in this past year. Again, to feel my best, to perform my best in all areas of life. I've also um, been focused on the quality of food that I'm consuming, getting some more, some free range products in my in my diet here. Some free range eggs from a local farm, which are absolutely freaking delicious. I'd say has been a bit of a game changer for me. So um, next step is gonna be like more free range beef, free range chickens, um, free range um, fish instead of the, the you know, the farm raised stuff out there that I typically get there. So um, just little different areas where I can improve the overall quality of fuel that I am putting in my body. But at the same time, um, not neglecting 
my treats, which also make me feel good. It's all part of living my life to the fullest. It's all a part of feeling my best. Just again, enjoying my life to the fullest. Other aspects of my nutrition that I've improved upon is a strong focus on improving my overall male hormone health, which is incredibly important for us men over 40. So in that aspect, I've increased my egg intake, which I absolutely freaking love. I love eggs. So no, that was not a difficult decision to make. Uh, increasing my veggie intake. So that's one of the reasons why I increased my veggie, especially the broccolis, the cauliflowers, um, asparagus, things that, that can have a positive impact on our male hormone health. Uh, introducing some supplements into my diet, maca, black maca powder from the maca team. I'll include a link down below. Has been a game changer for me. That in addition to their morning motivator, just two staples in my diet. Um, consuming about three tablespoons of their, their maca powders throughout the day. One in my breakfast shake, one in my oats, and, and just the, the drink, the um, the Morning Motivator blend with some uh, almond and coconut milk is absolutely freaking incredible. So really improving my male hormone health by focusing on improving the quality of my overall nutrition. Other aspects of my nutrition that I've improved upon is just getting better at moderation. I used to have more cheat days throughout the week and my cheat days would be like very excessive where I feel full, bloated, disgusting, have acid reflux, not sleep very well, um, feel lethargic the next day, so not performing at my best, um, just really, really uncomfortable. So really developing a much healthier, I guess, relationship with food where I'm getting better at, again, eating in moderation, just eating to that point of satisfaction, becoming more intuitive with the size of the meals, the portion sizes that suit me best, allowing me to feel my best, sustain my energy evenly through the day. Again, it's been a learning process. It's been an evolution that has really improved greatly over the past five years, even more so during just the past two years. So that has been, that has really, really allowed me to feel my best, perform my best throughout the day. It's just getting better at moderation, moderation with alcohol as well. You see, I love some craft beers, but uh, I mean, for me, like, two craft beers a couple times a week is, is my limit. I'm, I'm a lightweight. Any more than two beers, I'm uh, I'm dancing on the ceiling. <laughs> Go Lionel Richie. Uh, so it's uh, I keep my alcohol in check. And again, that is something that's gonna keep my male hormone health in check as well. So things in moderation, just modifying my, my portion sizes and just learning just having a heightened sense of awareness with how foods and how meals and how meal timing, uh, how many meals that I have throughout the day, how that impacts my overall health and my overall well-being. So, and all that stuff, again, like I said, not only is it gonna help me improve my health and overall well-being, my energy throughout the day, but it's also gonna help me achieve my vanity goals in the process. Now let's steer attention to working out and how that can improve your health and overall well-being. Yes, absolutely, I think any of us who are hitting the gym, doing some resistance training, a big purpose of that is vanity. We want to sculpt and shape our physique. We want to build uh, muscle with detail, chiseled, rock solid look. Uh, so again, vanity is a huge driving force, but you don't want to do that at the expense of your health and your overall well-being. I see a lot of men over 40 who are overtraining. They're spending hours in the gym each and every day, six, seven days a week. They are performing exercises that are causing them a lot of pain. They never take rest days, they never take time off from the gym, and they're always performing high volume workouts. And they rarely do warm ups or anything like that. They just get in there and grind it out, do what they've always done uh, ever since they were in their, in their teens. And if you want to focus on longevity in this game, like there's nothing that irks me more than 
seeing my fellow bros over 40 who are just grinding out reps, training to failure with every set with heavy freaking loads, poor form, uh, partial repetitions, then you see them hobbling away. They just look ridiculous. I'm like, what's, what's the point of getting here and, and weight training if it's beating you down, if you're like hobbling around because of it? There's so many better options for you to, to take part in or so many different approaches you can take to your training that's gonna have you walk out of the gym feeling empowered, invigorated, uh, just feeling your best, not beat down. So a lot of that begins with, again, exercise selection. Should be performing exercises that cause you pain, like hurt kind of pain. It's one thing you're doing leg extensions, leg press or something, and you're working through a burn, that burning sensation kind of pain. All right, work through that. That kind of pain is freaking awesome to, to challenge yourself to really test your limits. But select exercise. I mean, there's so many, if, if squatting bothers your back, if it bothers your knees, there's so many different leg exercises that you can choose. If barbell bench press bothers your shoulders, you can try dumbbells, you can try different machines, you can, just different options that you can choose that will still allow you to feel your best and achieve your physique goals. Definitely incorporating a proper warm-up, proper workup sets in your training is going to save your joints. It's going to do wonders for, it's going to help you with, with your training in general, just getting some, some blood flowing to the target muscle, kind of lubricating the joint, loosening up. Again, preventing injury is the key focus of that, but it's also going to enhance your mind-muscle connection with your training. So doing a warm-up with whether it's bands, some mobility drills, and then say you're getting into the bench press and doing several work upset so if you can bench press 225 pounds do five six reps with just the bar nice controlled movement do five six reps with 95 pounds like a 25 pound on each side there throw a plate on each side do three repetitions throw get 185 pounds on there do two three repetitions so you're start stopping well short of failure those are your workup sets and then you can get to your working sets three working sets with 225 and again with that you don't have to push to failure with each and every set Last set, best set is a great approach for us men over 40. Again, the key here is to select exercises that feel good to your body, that don't hurt, um, that are going to allow you to achieve your goal of shaping, sculpting your, your muscles there, but aren't going to aggravate your joints and, and cause you to be hobbling around the gym. And again, the warm up is going to, to help with that as well. Doing, again, mobility, I just mentioned there, but incorporating some mobility into your training, some mobility work, whether it's at the gym or at home in your own time, uh, that is a fantastic way of improving your health and overall well-being. If we're able to be more mobile, more limber in our later years, that is an incredible asset. Strength is an incredible asset for us as we're aging. So strength, range of motion, balance is another thing too. So making sure you're including some single limb movements in there, like a, a single leg Bulgarian split squat there is fantastic for improving our balance coordination, single leg Romanian deadlift. So including some single leg limb movements in there can have a very positive impact in improving our health and overall well-being too. And as I mentioned earlier, making sure that you have an adequate amount of rest days in your training schedule is incredibly important for us men over 40. Recover 
recovery should be a top priority. Not only do we want to challenge our body, but we want to make sure we are recovering our best as well. So it's a, a delicate balancing act there. Making sure that you take some time throughout the year where you give yourself a complete break from the gym, a complete week off from the gym, maybe even two weeks off from the gym. Making sure that you are incorporating lower volume training phases in your overall yearly training schedule to make sure that your body is fully recovering and the fatigue is dissipating, especially from the joints and the tendons. Uh, it does wonders. I just took 10 days off from the gym and I went into a low volume training phase. I feel like a freaking million bucks. Whereas prior to that 10 days off from the gym, my shoulders were starting to feel a little bit discomfort. My knees just a little bit of discomfort because I ramped up the training volume to a, a very high volume and I wanted it to get to that point to challenge my body, but you have to learn to pull it back as well. Again, those are the kind of strategies that are going to keep us in the game for the long term, keep our joints healthy, keep our muscles, our bodies healthy, uh, just help us to feel our best. Again, we're not creating, uh, not building up a whole bunch of cortisol in our body, stress hormones. Uh, we're doing everything we can to keep our body anabolic and feeling our best each and every day. And very similar when it comes to cardio, you don't wanna be performing activities that beat you down, that cause you pain or discomfort. For me, I used to absolutely love jogging. There's definitely an aspect of, of me that, that misses that, that, that jogging lifestyle there. But if I get out and jog right now, my knees, my ankles, my hips will pay the price and it will interfere with my weight training, which I absolutely freaking love even more than I ever did the, the jogging, the running there. So I perform cardio activities that feel best to me. I love getting out for my daily walks with Chief, which is kind of a similar feeling to the jogging, maybe not you fork and it's not getting my VO2 max up like it would with us out there jogging. But the walking I do enjoy. It's great active recovery for me. It gets me um, grounded in the moment in tune with nature and, and what really brings a lot of joy to my life. I also love biking, getting over the bike rides outdoors in nature. Exact same kind of similar experience there. I love paddle boarding. I am freaking hooked on paddle boarding right now during these, uh, these warmer months. Great for building my back muscles, great for working the core, uh, and it can be a great cardiovascular um, exercise as well. And balance, as I mentioned earlier, balance is incredibly important for us as we age. So getting out there on the paddleboard is strengthening, improving upon my, my balance getting some exercise in there at the same time and just, again, loving nature, being out in nature, doing things that I absolutely love. So when it comes to cardio, again, make sure that you're um, doing activities that you enjoy, don't cause you pain, and again, know the schedule. Like Make sure you're giving yourself rest um, time from, from the cardio and kind of strike that right balance between weight training and cardiovascular type uh, activities. Something like walking is something you can do each and every day. It's low impact, not stressful on your body, and actually can be a great stress reliever as well. So uh, I do encourage you to mix up your cardio as well so you don't get any kind of overuse injuries, which is why I like to incorporate paddleboarding, biking, walking, a variety of things in there as well. Every once in a while, I will get on the machines in the winter time with a stair climber, rowing machine, spin bike, something like that, elliptical machine. I'll try to do a variety of each so I don't get any kind of overuse injuries. And I 
enjoy those exercises to a degree during the winter months as much rather be outdoors and I get outdoors walking in the winter time but um, because I don't enjoy them quite as much um, I'm better off doing like 10 minutes on one 10 minutes on the other and just mixing it up as well it keeps it a little bit more fun and exciting the time goes by a lot faster now let's steer attention to lifestyle which can have a huge impact on improving your overall health and well-being as well as allowing you to achieve your vanity goals in the process number one is sleep guys this should be not freaking negotiable for you making sure you're getting an adequate amount of sleep each and every night a minimum of seven hours of quality sleep it's going to improve your overall hormone health it's going to improve your mood your energy you're going to perform better in the gym every aspect of life is going to be better it's going to improve your your memory i mean if we're talking about overall health and well-being and longevity getting an adequate amount of sleep each and every night is key in keeping like alzheimer's diseases like alzheimer's and, and parkinson's at bay even heart disease and cancers. I highly recommend you read the book, Why We Sleep. It is an incredible eye-opener for all the health benefits associated with getting an adequate amount of sleep each and every night. So I encourage you, make sleep a top priority. And right along with that is stress management. Uh, the two kind of go hand in hand. Getting an adequate amount of sleep can help reduce your stress levels. And again, a cardio we're talking about earlier, getting out for a brisk walk can help reduce your stress levels, getting out for a bike, being out in nature, doing activity that you absolutely love and enjoy can help reduce your stress levels. Again, for some people, weight training can reduce your stress levels as well because again, you're grounded in the moment. It's something that you enjoy. It's great for your health. It's great for your overall well-being. So focusing on stress management, if you're looking at supplementation, um, ashwagandha is one that can be very helpful with that as well as uh, magnesium. Um, but overall, again, quality nutrition is gonna have a role in improving your stress management as well. So do what you can. For me personally, I love my wind down routine at night, self-massage, reading a book, um, just just really chill. And again, self-massage, great for uh, recovery, great form of recovery from uh, your workouts. Again, gonna keep you in this game for the long time, going to improve your overall health, your overall mobility, overall well-being. There's so many different aspects of my lifestyle where my goal is I want to freaking look great naked um, that are going to improve my overall health well-being in so many aspects of my life not just my blood work my blood work is freaking top-notch elite level blood work which is great for insurance purposes um, so so it is it's it's right up there on on all the different levels there so uh, that is it's always great to see so so my lifestyle improving like my overall blood work but also just how I function how I move throughout the day um, I had an aspect of my education that was focused on the aging population and just little things about as we age if you're not active you don't do the right things to improve your strength your balance and everything you end up shuffle stepping like your stride gets shorter and shorter and wider and wider to try to build that base of support but if we're focused on improving those areas as we're aging aging can be a much better process again client in his 80s who's actually freaking owning life i trained my oh man i miss him so much uh mr wilson trained right up to the age of 95 just seeing the vacations that he was able to go on and how he was able to enjoy those vacations to the fullest uh because of this lifestyle and yes he wanted to look good. There was time he was focusing on his, his clothes, his pants, like looking good was important to him. Maybe not so much being on the beach, but how his clothes were fitting and everything how it was definitely vanity was important to him as well, even up into his 90s. So um, yes, lifestyle, all these things play a huge factor in 
improving our overall health, our overall well-being, as well as achieving our vanity goals. So far up to this point, we've talked about all the things that can improve your physical health and your physical well-being, but just as important is improving your mental health and your mental well-being. With the Jack Death for Your Lifestyle, everything we do is meant to enhance all aspects of your life, not take away from it. So you really wanna make sure that your workouts, your nutrition isn't becoming all-consuming. It's not taking away from you enjoying all other aspects of your life, really giving the best of yourself to the loved ones in your life. As well, body image plays a huge role in here, making sure that you are chasing a vanity goal, going after a vanity goal that suits you personally. Just because I wanna achieve a certain level of leanness doesn't mean that you have to be going after that same level of leanness as well. Go with what suits you best, what is congruent with the core of your being. And that, again, that's gonna be a broad range. There's some guys who really prefer, they feel their best like around that 9% body fat, whereas others feel better around 15, 17% body fat. That's still a pretty lean look for a lot of men over 40. So really going with what suits you best, a look that feels best to you and allows you to, a level of leanness that allows you to perform your best as well. So if you get too lean, you may feel that you don't have the energy to perform your best. You may become a little bit more lethargic. Your libido may be in the tank and you don't, that is not health. Uh, at its best. That's not you living your life to the fullest. That is not you focused on your, your overall well-being. So making sure that you settle in at a level of leanness that suits you best personally. And tied in with mental health is our identity. And I've mentioned in a previous podcast, one of the topics that I covered was that there is more to me than six-pack abs. Yes, being lean after 40, being lean, having abs is a part of my identity. It is a part of who I am. It's been a part of who I am for most of my life other than the 10 year chunk of time where I had gained 50 pounds of fat and didn't feel congruent with the core of my being, didn't, didn't feel congruent with my identity. But I am not defined by my abs. There is a lot more to me. I like to think that, that other people around me don't see me as, oh, Scott, he's that guy with abs. I think a lot of people see me as Scott, the, the, the guy who oozes positive energy and has a positive impact on the lives that I touch. Like I like to be, I like to think that I'm defined as someone who brings out the best in others. So when I'm with you, whether I'm talking to you in person or over a Zoom conversation or there, I wanna bring out the best in you. And same with my clients, like a big reason why I'm helping them achieve their goals in the way that I am helping them achieve their goals through proper nutrition, proper weight training, everything we're talking about here is to allow them to feel their best, look their best, and live their life to the fullest. And yes, the main reason my clients come to me is to achieve their vanity goals, but we achieve those goals in a way that's going to improve their health and their overall well-being. And when they achieve their goals, the feeling of confidence and pride that they experience just oozes out of them. And again, that's something that's going to allow them to live their life to the fullest. That's gonna be something that has a positive impact on their mental health, their mental well-being as well. It's, it's not a cockiness, it's um, again, the pride feeling. They, they, throughout this, they learn to embrace the process and through the process, they realize it's so much more than just losing weight. It's so much more than um, just getting lean after 40. They view it as a work of art. My tagline, sculpt a masterpiece. We are sculptors, our bodies are a work of art and, and they really learn to celebrate their physique. They take pride in their temple. They really view their body as a gift and they're making the most out of the gifts that they've been granted. So a lot of it is a shift in mindset of how you view the process of getting lean after 40 and then achieving your goals and celebrating it in so many different ways. So um, absolutely fantastic. I, I encourage you to 
to not view vanity as a negative thing. Achieving vanity goals can go hand in hand with your health, overall well-being goals as well. The two should not be mutually exclusive. They should be done so in a, a congruency that uh, really builds off of each other. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, please do me a favor and smash that thumbs up button. I'd really appreciate it. And if you know a fellow bro who would benefit from listening to today's podcast, do me a favor and share it with them. But more than anything, I'd love to hear from you down in the comment section below. Share your thoughts, share your insights, share your feedback. Let me know, is vanity just as important for you as health? Is health become more important as you're aging? I want to hear your thoughts. There is no right or wrong. We are all unique. We are all going after different goals. Celebrate yourself. Be congruent, uh, true with the core of, of your being. And again, before you go, don't forget to download your free guide, Jacked After 40. Have yourself an amazing day. Catch you in the next podcast.